What's going on, everybody? This is Matt Dixon, and we are hosting the True Wealth Radio Show. With me in studio today is... Justin Bruggeman. Yes. All right, Justin. I am excited to be running the microphone and the switchboard today. David is out, and that means we're going to have a great show, right? Always. That's right. Um, Justin, we've got a lot to talk about today, um, and I tried to pick something slightly dear to your heart. Um, we're going to call this one The Golf Show, and... So for everyone out there that's like, hey, this is a financial you know, show. Why are you guys talking about golf? It just so happens that golf today is going to be an acronym for four things that we want to talk about. Um, so, you know, I think it's pretty fitting, though, because it's springtime. You know, you, I know you've kind of started to knock the dust off the clubs. You've been out there um, playing a few rounds. So as uh, spring is here um, and everything's in full swing, pun intended, um, we're going to talk about how you can kind of golf your way to a happier financial future. So Justin. Let's, let's just be honest, Matt. You're on an acronym kick. I know. I mean, the last time we did this show, it was all about Taco Tuesday and we had the taco as our That's acronym. Right. And because this show has four parts, I'm like, we need another four-letter word, mm -hmm. uh, four parts for the show. So golf just happened to seem right for well, today. And we did a little bit different this time because we had both of us create yeah, a golf acronym. That's true. I have my own set of um, you know words here that represent uh, golf, and you came up with your own set. So we are doing it a little bit differently. We're spinning it up. And... Uh, for the G in golf, in the first segment of the show, what did you come up with, Justin? What does the G stand for and how we're going to try and achieve a happier financial future? Well, you know where I always go to is planning. Mm-hmm. That you love to plan. Yeah. And my favorite part is goals. Mm-hmm. Because everybody's got to have them, or you should have them, which I say everybody has to have them, which, full disclosure, I'm the worst at setting goals. I feel like everyone has goals. Sometimes they just don't take the time to actually explore and figure out what right. they are. Or set realistic goals mm -hmm. or timely goals, which, you know, we can always say is, I just want to retire. That's it. Mm -hmm. I need this amount of money, but life throws you different scenarios. So having short and long-term goals mm. is the real kind of difference that can change your financial future because we're just focused on retirement. You're going to forget, forget about a lot of things. Yeah, that's a good point that you bring up. And I think it's something that we often kind of forget about because we always are focused on the long-term goal, mm -hmm. right? Like we all want to retire. We want our life to look like this in the future. But if you don't set some short-term goals and you don't focus on the here and the now, you can really live your entire life just missing all the opportunities to enjoy it along the way. And I think that's kind of the bigger picture about what we wanted to mm -hmm. talk about today is, you know, we always talk about financial future, financial future, which is what we're talking about. But in order to have that, you have to have a good time along the way. Right. And so I think we're kind of focusing today's show a little bit on some of the shorter term, you know, elements because we're always looking so long term mm -hmm. as planners and as people who hold investments, you know, most of the time for the long run, mm -hmm. uh, 
what about in the short term? How do we have a happy financial future that starts today? And that's what I think the show is really going to focus yeah. on. And it's the balance of both. Because, I mean, if you only have a retirement goal, you're, what, 30 almost? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, what happened to the so other 30 years in 35 between? years, that's when you're going to find out if you met your goal or not. Oh, that sounds horrible, it's, right? Exactly. Yeah. So having kind of the laddered goals, whether it be six-month, one-year goals, whether it's yearly vacations, mm-hmm. Um. Your first home purchase, a second home purchase. Right, because those short-term goals, if you're actually achieving them, the, the long-term stuff really takes care of itself, right. doesn't it? And yeah. what is the most important goal? Oh, I think the if you're most important finances, goal should probably just be spend less than what you make. Yeah. And because have if an you emergency have that, fund. Yeah, have an emergency fund. My goodness, I can't stress that one enough. Yeah. I mean, because it happens to all of us, right? You have a really, really bad month. Mm-hmm. And it, it does. It happens, you know, maybe once every couple years you have just a horrible month and the money better be there because if it's not, debt, right? Yeah. And we were going to talk about debt a little bit today, but that can be um, something that kind of gets in the way and causes issues. And even a short-term goal can be paying off debt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people really need to focus on that one, right? They just get comfortable with loads and loads of debt where it's like Mm -hmm. we got to take care of that problem Mm -hmm. yeah i was reading something earlier it said it was a 2018 study that 40 percent of americans if they had a 400 dollars unexpected expense would destroy their month what what was the percentage again 40 percent. so almost half the people out there yeah would get kind of derailed by that big of an expenditure. And what costs $400? Right. An alternator? Oh, anything. Yeah, anything anymore. Like a trip to Costco for me is $400, (laughs) right? Like, goodness gracious. That's not unexpected. That's you doing it. I know. Yeah, that's true. Um, So the G for you in golf was was goals. Goals. The G for me was get up and get going. That's, Mm -hmm. wow, there's a lot of Gs in that one. Get up and get going. I think one of the biggest pieces that, I feel like people need to focus on if they're wanting to improve their financial future is just actually putting in the work. Mm -hmm. How often is that overlooked, right? Like everyone wants everything and they want it now, but then they just sit around and expect it to happen. Right. It's like, no, you got to get up and you got to go to work and you got to get going. And sometimes getting up and going to work isn't enough, right? Like you got to put in overtime just because the job stops at, five o'clock doesn't mean you're off the clock, right? Like you want your house to look better. Well, get up and get going and make it look better, right? Right. Because, you know, if you are maintaining your property and you're maintaining your house, well, now it's worth more too, right? So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of different ways that you can just try harder and set yourself up for a better financial future. And it can even be as find something you're passionate about that you can make money at doing it's true you'll wake up earlier right like if you have something you're passionate about maybe you're gonna set the alarm clock a little bit earlier to get up and do whatever it is that you love and that when you find something that you love oftentimes that translates into more money yeah which i even i have a friend that started detailing cars okay 
If I were to take my car to him, I would have to clean my car to take my car to get detailed. Just because of his level of right needs to be perfect. Well, and let me guess, has that, you know, love for detailing caused him to make money? Yes. Yeah, because he's detailing friends' cars and he's doing what he loves and he's making money while And doing found it. a passion mm-hmm. and he enjoys it, so... It's, I think it's really sad when we watch people give up on being passionate about things. Mm-hmm. And I think it's actually something that's kind of spread throughout the country, right? Like people have this mentality right now that they're defeated and they're kind of beat down. And I think one of the things we're trying to do on this show is encourage you like, hey, find whatever it is that you're passionate about. Get out there and spend the time doing what it is that you love. Because if you're doing it right, um, you're, I think the money will follow. Well, fail forward. Yeah. Even if it doesn't work out, fail forward. As long as you're not putting yourself in a financial burden, mm-hmm. then why Yeah, you got to be able to take some risks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that is definitely a, um, a big piece of things. But, um, you know, I think another thing on that, that topic that I had, a, you know, get up, get going, other pieces of being successful there, you know, eat right. You know, a lot of people overlook that. And I know this is a financial show, but you got to take care of yourself, right? If you're going to be in a position where you're happy and you're in a good spot mentally, you got to take care of yourself physically. And so Mm -hmm. we can't overlook that part either. But, all right. So we covered the, the G in golf. Now, the question is, what does the... O stand for and if you want to find out I think you might have to stick around while we take an obscene profit break Um, but you guys are listening to 93.9 and 1240 uh, KQEN and when we get back to the show you're going to find out what that O stands for alright welcome back to the second half of the True Wealth radio show We're wishing all of our listeners a happy Tuesday. If you happen to miss the first part of the show, Justin, can they catch us anywhere? They can catch us on the podcast. Yes. You can get it at Mm littlejohnfs.com. And they can't. They can give us a call if they have questions. They can. And if you need to reach us for whatever reason, we always love to talk. We don't Mm -hmm. run the meter um, to talk with you and see if you need any help. So... If there's any financial concerns that you've been kind of mulling over and you want to get them resolved, don't procrastinate. Don't wait. Um, you can always give us a call at 541-315. Or no, my bad. Right. 541-375-0898. I almost gave you guys my personal cell phone on you air. Should've. Oh, man, that would have been funny. Should have gave David's out. Right? I'm at home at like 9 o'clock and I get all these phone calls. It's like, no, stop. Um. But Justin, before we went to the break, we were talking about, just to kind of recap things, um, we're talking about trying to look at gaining a little bit of a more positive financial future. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, take that with a grain of salt. We're not just talking about, you know, dollar signs, right? Like, it's not just about how much you have. This is more of a mindset thing, right? Because you can have a ton of money and you could be miserable. Um, You could have very little money and be super happy but we're talking about ways that you can just set yourself up to be in a better financial spot both with the dollar signs right but also 
mentally? How right. can you be in a better spot as a person? Um, and we use the acronym GOLF for this show. We talked about the G in GOLF being setting goals. That was kind of the part that you hammered on, mm-hmm. Justin. And then I had the get up and get going portion. Um, the O in GOLF. Mm-hmm. What did you come up with for, for the O here? What do you want to talk about? Which I enjoyed relating this to golf kind of even more. Is like you always have goals to, you know, you want to shoot this score. You mm-hmm. want to get better at this swing. Do you do that when you golf? Do you go just, into the, you know, the tournament and say, hey, I'm going to, you know, I know this course. I'm trying to shoot like a six under today. No, I just want to hit yeah six under. You're mm-hmm. way... <laughs> You need to add a lot of strokes. <laughs> You're like, I'm just trying to play even. On but the day. you have goals. Like you always have want to have good swings. Avoid certain situations, mm-hmm. which can relatable can be relatable to my O in the golf situations. Of course, is the G is having your goals. Where do you want to be? How do you want to get there? And then the O comes along, which is. The obstacles. Oh, like the sand trap. Can we make that analogy on air? Like that's the sand trap. The sand trap, the trees, the rough, the water. You know, I can always find the water when I'm playing. It's like it could be way off in the distance, and it's like surely Matt's not going to find the water on this hole. No, he does. It's one of those aim way left because there's water right. Mm -hmm. You push one right. Yep, exactly. And so obstacles are especially – in current environments can really relate, which one of the big ones is inflation. That is a huge obstacle. It's on everyone's mind right now. Um, everyone's talking about it. It's real. Yeah. Cause I mean, what, especially when you're going back to the goals and you're budgeting, mm-hmm. if things raise 15, 20% in price, it changes. Yeah. How do you even plan for that? Right. Yeah. If, I mean, if inflation's typically three or four percent and then you have a really tough year Mm -hmm. and you're just now retiring well you didn't plan for things that cost 10 percent more than they did a year ago and so what do you do with an obstacle like that justin what's some of the options that someone has it you know just in a you know an inflationary environment it just things have to change it's the spending has to change yeah because i mean even a, a typical grocery bill that is normally you know, 10, 15% of people's budgets, mm-hmm. I guess, is now 20 to yeah. 25. So you either have to adjust what you're buying. And we, we and, call that what? Substitution, right? Yeah. Like that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. This bottle of shampoo, I love it. It's $10. <laughs> <laughs> but man, times are hard. I'm buying this other bottle of shampoo that's six, and I'm going to save four dollars. Mm-hmm. Substitution—that's one of the things that you can target to do mm-hmm. in an inflationary environment. What else? And another big one you can even relate to, even currently, is family changes. So, oh gosh, yeah, that you have is a child. A huge obstacle right now, right? <laughs> like I have a newborn baby that's a month old. Mm-hmm. This is definitely an obstacle. Health insurance. Mm-hmm. I now have to rebudget everything for health insurance, right? Diapers. Diapers are expensive. Um, everything. Yeah. And yeah. then food. Mm-hmm. And that will drastically impact. And that's where the difference is in your short-term and long-term goals is the short goal of, 
you now have a child, your goals change a little bit, but it might come from a different aspect of what your goals were. Maybe you had a vacation budget. You know, and you make a good point. And these are all obstacles, like the ones that you're covering are ones that you have no control over, right? right? I kind of look at this and say also, what obstacles are you putting in your own path? Because it's it's a decision instead of something that you just can't avoid. Um, and so I think we got to be cautious too of saying, well, is this an is this a self-inflicted obstacle or right. is this something that's just a byproduct of the times? Yeah. Um, because, I mean, you're making a lot of good points. There's a lot of obstacles out there that mm-hmm. we can't control, but there are some that you can control. Bad spending habits. Yeah. Right? Which leads to debt. Yeah. Creating that, excessive debt, that especially is, in an inflationary and raising interest rate environment. Which so maybe hurts. they're not as uncorrelated as we thought, right? Like there is right. a real high correlation here between things that you can't control, things that you can control, and it's a matter of just walking a really fine line. Mm-hmm. So I like it. What are some other obstacles? We've talked about debt. We've talked about inflation. Um, what are some other obstacles that kind of come to mind? Uh, even just a low market environment. That, oh, yeah. You know, that just when, especially when the later times, especially in retirement, when you're taking distributions. Right. If the market's off, what, 20%? Right. What, what do you do in that what instance? What do you do? So it can change how much distributions you mm-hmm. are taking or should be taking. Because accounts have fluctuated. It doesn't mean over the long term it doesn't, you know, get better because markets do tend to recover mm-hmm. historically. Right. Um, so it can change. But in the short term, it can be, you know, a way to address your spending habits on do I need these things versus want these things. Right. Um, which obstacles are always are always hard and almost some, a lot of them are unavoidable, but you will have mm-hmm. to work through them and plan ahead of them. That's why having healthy emergency fund, having healthy savings to be able to cover these. Right. So what I really want to jump into is what is your O? Okay. Opportunity. That's what I came up with. Um, I feel like, you know, you just touched on it, right? So we're in a down market. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has crawled back from its lows, but we're in a little bit of a down market. Um, we're seeing real estate cool off. Mm-hmm. Interest rates, you talked about interest rates are moving up. And when I hear you know, higher rates dropping real estate prices, the stock market is cheaper than it was a year ago. I look at that and I say, what type of opportunity is on the horizon? And David and I just had a radio show last week. Uh, maybe it was the week before. And we were talking about cash, right? And cash it, is king. Th- yeah, cash is king. And it was also cash is an asset. We tend to look at cash as more of a liability, right? Oh, it's just sitting in the bank and it needs to be doing something. It needs to be making money. And to that I say, yeah, no, I agree, right? Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of ways to put that cash to use. But having funds that are liquid and available, that's a huge deal because when opportunities arise, and we're starting to see that, right? Mm-hmm. We're starting to see potentially some real estate um, become available. We're starting to see some stocks and equities look really attractively priced. You need to be able to find opportunities 
And that's where, you know, you're going to be able to, like the theme of the show is, make yourself a happier financial future. It's by being able to sometimes look and say, this is a good opportunity. Right. And I need to be able to jump on it. Um, and I look at that and I, and I add to it, sometimes you can't overthink things. There mm-hmm. are people out there that will, and I'm one of them. I'll raise my hand and be the first to admit. I'm one of those people that will overthink things to a fault. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's cost me a good opportunity because I'm sitting there and I'm running the numbers and I'm saying, is this a good opportunity? Is it not? Is there a better opportunity on the horizon? Right. And David's talked about this too in the past. Some of the smartest people have the hardest time with this because, you know, you've got this, you know, really high IQ or whatever the case may be. You're really smart. You overanalyze things to death and you lose the opportunity. There is a lot to be said for being brave and courageous and being able to take action, go out and capitalize on a good opportunity. That is kind of where I wanted to focus. Especially because you can overthink to make zero decision. Oh, analysis paralysis. It's real. Because if you don't make any decision, then... Which, I mean, that I guess can, you're no longer worse off, but sometimes even maybe not the best decision can maybe turn out to be a better decision. It can in some situations, for sure. So sometimes you just have you have to sit back and make a decision, whether mm-hmm. it's... And I think, I think this ties back to your earlier one talking about goals, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't have the goals and you don't have things lined up, organized, and, and you know what, what it is that you want... It's hard to say, hey, this is the opportunity. Right. Because if you don't have any goals and you don't know what you want, then maybe everything looks like an opportunity. Right. Or, you know, you get yourself into a situation where two months later you're like, oh, I can't believe I jumped at this. This isn't what mm-hmm. I wanted. So being thoughtful and planned out ahead of time allows you to be able to capitalize on those opportunities in the moment. And also it could be don't make the decision on your own. Oh man, if yeah, especially second opinions if you're, are great. Especially if you're married, right? Like you've <laughs> you've got a spouse. You need to be on the same page. You need to set goals with your spouse. Otherwise, yeah. you know, if you're not on the same page, uh that can be bad. And even having separate goals and combined goals is a perfectly healthy and good yes. thing. Mm-hmm. But to be on the same page, especially even, especially more with the long term, I feel like even more than the short term is because maybe one spouse has different spending needs during a year than the other. Right. Um, wants to, you know, use more vacation, things like that than the other because it can change. It definitely Which I can. got different, you know, financial uses during a quarter you know, a portion of a year than my wife does. Right. Like some of my extra expenses go to golf. Hmm. <laughs> Want <Great> or <laughs> need. <laughs> but, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say in your case, golf is a need, right? And some people are probably listening to that and saying, uh, he doesn't need to play golf. You know, he just wants to play golf. If it helps your mental health and it helps you be able to have a way to unwind and stay sane you need it right Mm -hmm. so 
I'm going to give you that one, Justin. Some, so ju- Sometimes if, you need to bash a bucket of balls. Yeah. So yeah. if Sam's listening, there you go. I, I put it out there on air. There you, you need your golf. But, um, well, we're uh, kind of coming up on our next profit break. Um, so we're probably going to go to a commercial. Uh, you guys are listening to 93.9 and 1240 KQEN with... Justin Bruggeman. And after we get back from the break, we're going to talk about the L in golf. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the third leg of the True Wealth Radio Show. With me in studio today, the legendary, one and only, the famous... Justin Bruggeman. Yes. The planner extraordinaire. I've got him in studio. We're talking about how to have... A better financial future, not mm-hmm. just monetarily, but also mentally, you know, emotionally, the whole nine yards, right? We're, we turned it into another acronym show because that's kind of our jam. Um, it's a four series show. And if you happen to miss the first two, you can always go check out our podcast at littlejohnfs.com uh, where we're talking everything golf. <laughs> The G was for the goals, get up and get going. The O was for your obstacles and opportunities. Justin, now we're getting into the L. What did you come up with for the L in golf? I went with longevity. Ooh. Which is in a few different pieces. Because okay. normally, longevity we're is... We're just talking like time horizon, lifespan, right? right? Like How long are you going to live? How good is your DNA? Which you never know. No, you really you know, don't. Stuff because can you can have great really DNA happen. and you could have a stroke and you're gone tomorrow, right? Like, you, you don't know. Yeah. But so, longevity is more than just, you know, kind of how long you're alive for. Yeah. I mean, it's also, I think, kind of the quality yes. of, of your life as well. What did you have in mind when thinking about longevity and kind of how that ties into your financial future. Which I, I broke it into three different sections, which, okay, you know, life longevity, how long you plan to live. Okay. Um, the other one was your working longevity. Mm-hmm. Because depending on your occupation, yeah, you may not have the ability to work what longer. An, that's an interesting one that you just brought up, working longevity. Because I think a lot of people... Don't, and you, you know, every, you're going to think this is crazy when I say it. A lot of people, they don't actually think about when they're going to hang it up, right? Right. They just think work, 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 work until one day they wake up and they're like, I can't do it anymore. Their body tells you. Yeah, their body says up. you're done. Um, but it doesn't have to be that way, I think is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, it depends and it needs to be like even... I listen to a lot of sports radio in the mornings. Oh, okay. And you see all these, you know, professional athletes and mm-hmm. NFL players that have these big contracts. Mm-hmm. They make a lot of money. They spend every single penny that well, they make. Well, that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> but their work-life longevity might be eight, nine years. That's true. That's true. When a typical person's is 35 years, maybe mm-hmm. even plus. Right. And so... It can change based on the profession you're in. I mean, we sit behind a desk sometimes, which that can have 
impacts Negative. on longevity yeah. as well, depending on. Yeah, <laughs> listeners, you hear that. We're sacrificing our bodies <laughs> right. for you behind the scenes. So, <laughs> And so work longevity is a big one. And it's also how long do you want to work? Yeah, that's a big piece because some people, they're like, man, the day I turn 59 and a half, right. I'm out, right? Um, some yeah. people are like, I want to just never quit working. Right. Do you know anyone like that that's just like, I just want to work forever and they don't quit? I do. I do. Yeah, yeah. I know those people. And it's also is, is everything wraps around back to the G in golf is the goals too. Mm-hmm. Because if your goal is to, and having realistic goals. So, you know, you're 50, you're like, I want to have $10 million and you have nothing right now. Mm-hmm. You got to make some drastic changes to get there or get really lucky on Oregon Lottery. I'm going to sign you up for some work here, Justin, on air. So... One of the things Justin's great at is building financial plans, right? This is like his sweet spot. So if you're listening to this show and you're like, I don't know what my goals are. um, And I'm struggling to know like when I can retire and you're struggling with the scope of everything. That's kind of what a financial advisor can do for you. When you can or should you? Yeah, exactly. Can you? Yeah, because sometimes it's like, no, you can't. Like, you got to keep going for another few years. But sometimes it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're doing way better than you thought you were. Yeah. Um, and so that's one of the big reasons, I think, to call an advisor is to sit down and say, hey, you know, what does this look like? And oftentimes, you know, you can sit down, have a chat with someone, and they can steer you in the right direction saying, hey, you know, we ran it through the software, we looked at everything. Maybe you didn't even think about this. Right. And that's another thing um, is those little tiny, tiny things that are really big things in the scope of, it, you know, the grand scheme. It could be a non-objective source as well. Like oh, you yeah. don't have the personal, like having certain planning aspects with your significant other, with your parents can have very drastic differences than somebody on the outside looking in saying, mm-hmm. This could make sense if this yeah. well instead of spending eight thousand dollars a month, you could go ahead and retire right now if you spend seven. Right, right. it's those types of conversations um, that are life changing for a lot of people mm-hmm. because it allows them to say, "Wow, you know, I couldn't have done this had it not been for this this right. plan," and being able to look and say, "Well." You know, you're being realistic with me. My longevity probably isn't age 100. Right. Everyone in my family has a history of cancer and heart disease. And, you know, I've got diabetes right now and my health isn't very good. That can change things, right? Like maybe you go ahead and take Social Security a little bit sooner. Mm -hmm. That's not advice on air, but maybe that is. Every circumstance is different. It's so different. And that's why it really can be beneficial to sit down with someone. And if you need help, you can give us a call at 541-375-0898. You can just go on the website, littlejohnfs.com. You can send us a chat. If you don't want to get real personal out of the gate and you just want to ask a generic question, you can go on there and just chat us something. I think you can even text that phone number I gave out, right? Like there's a million different ways to get a hold of us. So reach out. Don't be scared. We're not going to, you know, we don't got cooties and we're not going to bite. So you can, you can reach out 
and ask those questions. So then moving on, because I said that I had three. It was work, life, and the other one that actually, to me personally, is most important is family longevity, which I'm mm. going to kind of define this a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Is Give me some context. The quality time you have with your children. Wow, that's a big one. Because if you're going through, because a lot of times I feel like experiences with your children outweigh a lot of things. Being able to go see your children's sporting events, mm -hmm. having that ability to do that is more important to me than going and finding a second job and working 80 hours a week. Wow, that is actually a really good transition into the L in mm -hmm. golf that I have. Exactly. Mine was L for less. Mm -hmm. And it is kind of going against the grain of what the whole country you know strives for because here in the u.s it's more 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 and i'm over wow. here saying what about less 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 what if you can spend less right mm -hmm. um and then kind of shift the focus also maybe to even working less what if that's yeah. an option that's on the table so maybe it isn't about more. Maybe it's about less because you just talked about longevity with the family, right? Mm -hmm. um, if you're working less, maybe you have more time with the family. Right. Um, so, you know, when you have, maybe you need to get rid of stuff. Maybe you need to declutter. We have this tendency to hold on to everything, right? How much stuff in your garage could you sell realistically in six months? Oh, I could sell more every, than you could ever imagine. Yeah. So Guaranteed. Like, like, so for me, right. I have three vehicles. There are two of us. I have, you always got to have a spare. I have a newer <laughs> F-150 and I have an SUV the, and I have an old pickup truck. Mm -hmm. I drive that old pickup truck hardly ever. And it requires maintenance and car insurance and all these other things. I don't know why I'm holding on to it. So if I was to kind of eat my own pudding here, it would be, Matt, you just get rid of the old truck. You don't need it. If you had that truck gone, that's one less thing to maintain, one less vehicle to go get an oil change on, one less payment each month, and a little bit more money in my pocket. So what is it that you can kind of get rid of, let go of, and be better off for? Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that I think really can play a role in giving you a happier financial future is what can you get rid of? What can you let go of? And then you have more time with your family or you have um, a better livelihood because you have a little bit less and more time to give. At the same time, Matt. Yes. The convenience is if one of the other cars is in the shop of you just being able to jump in and go. That's true. It's true. Does that matter more to you than... Than the $25 a month for the insurance on it. Right. It does. It does. And I like being able to throw all the trash in the back of right. it and not have to keep my new truck dirty. So I've, I've, I've always been a three person vehicle or oh, an extra vehicle person. Yeah, it's true. Which I kind of sacrifice having nicer vehicles because I'm like, I'm just going to have three just in case. Mm -hmm. And so it can, it can. Justin, what's one thing that you could have less of what's the one thing that you're like i keep holding on to this thing i should probably just get rid of it it's gonna give me some money in my pocket i probably have more golf clubs in my garage than i need really i haven't heard about this how many uh, golf clubs do you think you have total just laying around and in the bag more than enough more than enough okay we're not giving out specific yeah. numbers on air but now i feel inclined to go over to your house and, and see this 
Yeah, probably a little too quick. short for you. <laughs> okay, well, um, I n- I've noticed that we're kind of starting to come up on our last break. So we're talking about golf today. Um, we're going to take a short break. Uh, you guys are listening to the True Wealth Radio Show on 93.9 and 1240 KQEN. This is Matt Dixon and, and Justin Bruggeman. All right, stay tuned. We've got more for you after the break. All right, everybody, we are back on air. You guys are listening to the True Wealth Radio Show. And today in studio with me... Justin Bruggeman. All right, so if you happen to miss the first half, well, the first three quarters of the show, go back, catch it on the podcast at littlejohnfs.com. Today we talk about golf. It's spring. We use it as an acronym. We covered the first three segments the G, the O, the L, and finally, here we are on the F, which stands for what, Justin? So on my side, I had freedom. Okay. Tell me more about that. What do you mean? We're talking about how we can try and strive towards a happier financial future, mm-hmm. and what do you got for me with freedom? What, which where you freedom going? can be a few things, that, okay. which can you touched about this, like mentally freedom. Oh, yeah. That's a big and financial one. freedom, which may come hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but when looking at the freedom, which I wrap everything back into the beginning, so it's the goals. All right. Did you do enough for those goals? To get to the spot to where you the have sp- the financial freedom? Right. Yeah. Or did you do less? Mm-hmm. And what, what did you gain from doing less? Because it might not be that you failed. It might mean that you spent more time doing other things to have the exact financial freedom that you wanted later in life, mm-hmm. but you did more in the earlier times in life. Yeah, which can really change the aspect of it. Is like I don't I need more money, which even me personally, from when I retire, which maybe never, but I want to do more things from my 50s to my 70s than I want to do in my mid-80s. Yeah, and you know, I think a lot of people um, need to hear that because we always think that we're going to be on the go, 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 go. But the reality is, is we do slow down, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, not all of us. My grandpa, he doesn't slow up. He's turning 90 here shortly, and that guy is always going. He's always in Europe or... In some other country, he's on the go. So mm-hmm. we don't always slow up. But um, his thing was is he wanted the freedom to be able to go and travel, right? Right. And so when he set his goals, his goal was travel. And he is still keeping the pedal to the metal right. on that. And that's awesome because it keeps you young. Um, yes. And so that goes back to the L that you talked about earlier, longevity. Mm-hmm. If you want the longevity you kind of need to set yourself up to have some freedom later on in life right. where you're not just stuck in the house. Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of wraps all the way back around to the G2 is what are your goals? Mm-hmm. Some people have no passion to travel. Nope. And that's okay. At all. But Maybe it's a $30 a month membership to the gym. That's that's, that's their, what yeah. they want to do. That's what my wife wants. She just wants to exercise. That's fine. <laughs> well, she wants to travel too, but that's a whole nother topic. And um, other things. Yeah, they, she's not cheap. Um, but <laughs> um, 
so it can really it's everything always ended up wrapping back to goals it just does goals and budgeting mm-hmm. everything does to me i think right right um because and that's why having the short the long term because i mean by the time you're at financial freedom mm-hmm. or emotional freedom i guess you could see which we're talking about later on in life right it's not even addressing the the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, that freedom. Mm-hmm. And so maybe it is, again, going back to maybe it is working less or maybe it is working more to get to those certain goals. Yeah. And in- so that's why every single financial plan is so individualized because right. everybody's needs are completely different. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And, you know, talking a little bit, going off of what you just said um, in regards to this financial freedom, my the F I came up with was focus. Mm-hmm. And I picked that one from the standpoint that I think a lot of the time people get their goals. They actually do it. They'll sit down, they'll make a sheet, they'll make a list of goals. What do I want? What do I want to accomplish? I reckon and then they do write down your goals. Yeah, write them down. If you haven't, it's pretty eye-opening when you do because if you don't write them down they don't exist that's a fact every one of us have been like i'm gonna do this over this course of time yeah and i recommend doing it in a google doc that's how i do it you want to know why because i will lose a sheet of paper but that google doc exists in my drive and it doesn't go anywhere and occasionally when i open up my drive it's sitting there staring me in the face and I click on it because I'm curious. What was my goal six months ago or a year ago? Mm-hmm. And then I'll go in and I actually highlight. When I accomplish something, I'm going in and I'm highlighting saying done. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I delete because if my goal has changed, that's okay. Let's bump it off the list. And sometimes, you know, I'm adding something. So that thing can change all the time. That's fine. Your goals don't have to be the same today that they were yesterday. Well, you could even create another Google Doc and you ladder them because then you can go back because it'll time. Timestamp? Timestamp them. Oh, my god! And you gosh. can look back and say, how did my goals change over the course of a certain period of time? That's a really good yeah, maybe not. Maybe don't delete. Maybe highlight and put a ha 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 or something, you know. Um, but things change. But where I think we often lose it, right? Where we go astray. We can set our goals. We can overcome obstacles. We can capture opportunities. Mm-hmm. We can have the longevity. We can strive to have a little bit less so that we have more. We can have the freedom. But if we lose focus, mm-hmm. it's like a baseball unwinding, right? Like, it can all unwind if we lose the focus. Um, or a and, bad golf swing. Or a bad golf swing and you end up in an obstacle <laughs> like the water or the sand trap. You got to keep your focus. As a golfer, mm-hmm. Justin, can you just completely lose your focus? 100%. Yeah, and what happens when you do? What happens Usually when you, not a good thing. No, when I'm putting... Like, I golf too, right? When I putt, I have to be 100% focused. Mm-hmm. If I'm not, and I'm, like, not reading the greens, and I'm just, you know, spacing out and out to lunch, I'm not going to put the ball in the hole most of the time. I have to be focused. Um, and I think that's a really, really big piece to tie this whole show back together. You can run a million miles an hour. You can set the best goals in the world. 
But without focus and execution and the mm-hmm. courage to go out and do it, you're going to probably fall flat on your face. I, I s- love how it it always rolls back to even when oh, we, look when at we that start. Pun. Look at that yeah. pun. It always rolls back. When we're, we, we're pulling out. When we're even buttons. talking about focus and freedom, it all rolls back to the goals that you set and you get up and going and doing everything possible to accomplish all those goals that go down for the obstacles and opportunities and longevity it all circles back yep well folks we're out of time if you need help making your financial future look maybe a little bit brighter and you don't know how to do it reach out to us at 541-375-0898 this is matt dixon and justin bruggeman and you guys are listening to the true wealth radio show have a great rest of your day The preceding program was paid for by Little John Financial Services. The opinions and views expressed may not reflect those of Brook Communications, its affiliates, or its employees.